Hello everyone, you are listening to You've Got Five Options show with Marta and Anna. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Hello everyone, this is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options. And today we are having, like always, our wonderful technician Lasse, who maybe will take part in this. Uh, Lasse, will you say something today? You will see, uh, right? Yeah, maybe. You will decide. <laughs> he's yeah. he's always very spontaneous. And we have a very special guest today in our studio, Kotryna Kurt. And I'm very sorry that I'm emphasizing this like this, because your name in Polish language is very easy to switch with Kurtyna, which is the carton. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I am sure now that it's Kotryna. Yes, it Kotryna. is. Kotryna. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yes, so Kotryna is here because today we will be talking about personal branding. And Kotryna is a specialist in personal branding. I hope so. Uh, no, you don't <laughs> hope so. You are, definitely. Uh, I think I was uh, following you for some time now. And you are having excellent tips for anyone who is interested in personal branding. So, Kotryna, uh, how did you actually end up here in the studio? Yeah, it's a great story. Uh, I think I met Marta uh, quite a while ago. And, and since then, I've been following her, her journey or at least following her on social media quite a bit. And then one day lately, I just noticed your um, your radio show and, and I looked through the episodes and I also saw you had a guest before. And I thought, why not? That could be that could be a great opportunity just to share my personal branding experience and tips and all the things that I've tried and maybe failed or succeeded. So so that's how I ended up here, writing you guys. Okay, we <laughs> are very appreciative of all the brave souls that are writing to us or applying to be our guest. And uh, this is how you can actually end up at the radio. It, it wasn't so difficult, was it? No, it wasn't. And, uh, and I'm happy for that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's definitely great. And I'm excited to talk with you guys today. We are also very excited. Marta, are you excited? I am definitely excited, though so far in silence, but I am <laughs> excited. It's that kind of a silent excitement, you know, <laughs> bubbling under the surface. Yes, that's sometimes how Marta is. But Kotrena, I would like to introduce you properly because you send us a very, very good bio. And please tell me what things are true and what things are not true. So passionate about all things marketing and mark tech. That's all true. I can tell. That's all true. A social media and personal branding enthusiast. Very true. Very true as well. LinkedIn (laughs) fanatic. Also true. (laughs) And a charismatic public speaker. That has to be true as well. I think I think I was pretty honest when I when I wrote that view. <laughs> and we really appreciate it because it will all come out here today in the show. So that's very good strategy. Currently, you are working at international IT company called Time extender am i pronouncing exactly. this correctly it's time extender yes and then at the same time you are creating content and expanding your personal brand after work hours so it's a side hustle yeah i would call it a side hustle because yeah my main job is working at a software it company i still work with marketing though so it's not somewhere in completely another direction mm-hmm. Um, but uh, besides that, I also work a lot with different people, um, creating personal brands and just giving them any tips and yeah, having this little side hustle. 
Okay, so Katrina, please tell me why personal branding? Yeah, why? Uh, I think I fell in love with marketing uh, quite a few years ago when I when I first discovered it and, and I started working with it and I started noticing some results and I just got so interested into how people can, in some ways, marketing is a bit like manipulating and in some ways it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so interesting. There's so many things to it. So I fell in love with it a while ago and, and then I just, you know, started from there and then just developed passion for it and, and just really love discovering different ways and strategies and growth hacking with marketing and all those things. Uh, Um, so yeah, it just started out and then it just blossomed from there. From there. It sounds like it's your passion, right? I, I, I think it is. I think I'm pretty sure it is. Um, okay. Because um, I just, I like doing it and it doesn't matter how many uh, hours I sleep. <laughs> I, I If I have a goal to do something within marketing, I'll just be doing and working on that. So I feel like that is a passion. Okay, that sounds great because I think that if you are really passionate about something, it just shines through and gives you way better result than if you are doing something that is not necessarily um, very exciting, in your heart at least. Mm. So thank you very much for being here. But I was wondering how to actually find our target audience for today. So I was thinking about defining actually what personal branding is and why it is important. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that for me, personal branding or branding, I have this, I know this great quote, business is what you do, brand is who you are. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I love to say to people about the personal branding or branding in general is that brand is the only thing that your competitor cannot copy or match. So uh, that's why I think that the topic of branding is extremely important for anyone who starts its own company. Mm -hmm. uh, so all the entrepreneurs who are trying to get into the market, because I think one of the biggest questions is uh, how will I stand out from the crowd? You know, why people are supposed to buy from me? So that's why I think this topic is very relevant. Katrina, am I on the right track here? Yes, you are. And uh, I totally agree with your ideas of what personal branding is. Uh, in simple words, you could say that personal branding is what others think of you. Um, that's a very simple uh, definition of what it is. Mm -hmm. um, I do believe that every person these days have a personal brand, if he or she wants it or not. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but if you are on social media, you definitely have something already. And then it's up to you if you want to develop and work with it and, and get some results depending on what you want. Uh, or if you're just gonna stay out there, but kind of passively and, and just be there. But I do believe personal branding is important if you are starting out a business or uh, want to become an entrepreneur, then personal branding is something you really have to work on because it might bring you and it will bring you uh, future opportunities. So actually, it's a very interesting view on it that everyone who is on social media actually has some type of a personal brand already. So when looking into the target audience is actually everyone yeah. on social media. <laughs> That's not a, a narrow audience. That is a no. fantastic point you made, because many times when I talk with people about branding, they are like, yeah, but I don't know how to create my brand. I was like, well, you already have a brand mm. because everyone that you ever met has a certain perception about you. Mm, exactly. So now it's a question of do you want to leave this perception as it is or do you want to consciously manage it? 
Exactly. And I think this is where personal branding comes into play. It helps us to consciously manage the perception that we basically share with the world or the way the world perceives us. But I also think that personal branding, and actually I'm interested about your opinion, is also relevant for CEOs of the companies. I lately was reading somewhere that a tweet from a CEO can basically destroy or uplift the reputation of an entire company. Do you agree with that? Yes, uh, I do agree with that because uh, most of the times CEOs from the companies, they appear as as uh, thought leaders in the specific area. And when you appear uh, as one, then everything you say matters quite a lot to a big audience uh, in the end. And uh, that can truly tell a lot about the company as well uh, that you're running, uh, how you are. And if you are very inspiring online, on social media, you're probably very inspiring to your employees as well and as a person. So it really reflects a lot on how you are as a person and whatever you write or tweet, matters a lot as well. (laughs) Yeah. um, Do you follow any uh, CEOs or thought leaders? Yeah, I do. Of course, I follow all the today's influencers, starting with Elon Musk, finishing with Neil Patel, who's uh, very big uh, within marketing sphere and all the biggest marketers, of course, um, and Natalia Wiechowski in personal branding and so many more. Yeah, I do because they are thought leaders in their industries and um, they sometimes are like visionaries um, and that's why it's good to follow them and see where they are at. And they have more experience than all of us. So uh, so it's great to follow. Okay. Yeah, I actually think following uh, CEOs of uh, different companies will become more and more popular now. I do have to say that uh, once when I was applying for certain positions and I was going for the interviews, I was always checking out the CEO of the company. And in one case, I saw the CEO performing a presentation and I had such a bad feeling about Mm -hmm. the whole entire thing. I was like, okay, this guy doesn't really represent the culture I would like to work in. And then again, I had an interview in another company and I saw the CEO and I was in love with the CEO. I was like, Mm -hmm. it would be so cool to work there because I see that this leader is really something that can inspire me. So I think my assumption is for the future. This will become more and more relevant, not only for startups and entrepreneurs, but also for CEOs and then managers. And also, I think it's important for specialists, for people who are looking for a job, because you want to brand yourself as an expert in your field. And that can help you with a promotion or with finding a new job. Marta, what do you think about that? I think we dumped a lot of information (laughs) now. It's very interesting. I've been wondering about that a lot because I know a company quite well. And there was one CEO that was very charismatic in this company. And a lot of people loved him and followed him and so on. But he nearly got the company to the bankruptcy. And then there became a new CEO who has zero public presence, is like really zero charisma and so on, and uh, is keeping the company really well performing. So I was just wondering how to work with that, because not every person has this great personality to build the brand and at the same time, the skills to actually manage a company and the other way around. So I was thinking like, it's quite a job to have both and to be a CEO. It's it's quite amazing and how you could deal with that. Yeah. And I just wanted to add that not all CEOs have time. 
there's also a lack of time to work on your personal brand. And I feel like that's where some consultants can come in handy because, um, uh, yeah, they work on other projects. They work on creating budgets and just running the company, right? So so it's uh, very difficult to also think, okay, now I have to post something on social media and be active there as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's sometimes it might be lack of time and sometimes personality, lack of charisma. But that doesn't mean you're a bad CEO again, right? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's uh, what Shimarta said about uh, reminds me of Nike, a product with a very, very strong brand. Everyone knows Nike, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone knows Nike, Lasse. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Lasse knows Nike. Yeah. Uh, But then again, (laughs) you can confirm. (laughs) Roger, that Lasse. Uh, Nike has a really strong brand, but then they were also hit by this whole um, child labor claim years ago and they are still associated with that and we could say that their value chain uh, might be needing some uh, serious improvement but yet the brand carried on the product Mm -hmm. and i think that there has to be a balance uh, between a brand and your actual skills and what you give to the world because if you have a great brand but then again you don't deliver like for instance in case of a charismatic ceo who almost made the company bankrupt, then it also doesn't really work. So I think it has to go hand in hand. Yeah, and and I have a great story. Uh, I've also been um, at this uh, big uh, speaking event where I got this uh, person to come and speak with me. And he was a thought leader in uh, in this mark tech industry. And, um, you know, you would assume that from from the social media accounts and, and all his presence online, he would be so great. But then again, there was a bit of lack of charisma uh, when we were having the speech and it wasn't what I expected or what people expected. So it kind of it wasn't the same as what he was saying or she was saying uh, about themselves online. So you really have to be the same and present yourself. If you present yourself as a great public speaker, you should be one rather than coming in and being all shy and and, kind of making audience fall asleep. (laughs) <laughs> I totally agree. And I think we will come back to this topic uh, within one of the five tips that Kotrina prepared for you guys. So guys, all the entrepreneurs out there, all the people who are thinking about startup and need some branding tips, all the CEOs in the world and managers and anyone who thinks that he or she would like to consciously manage the perception that he or she has, please tune in because now we will go with five tips for personal branding and that will be Katrina presenting and we will ask her all the juicy questions because we want to know. We want to know. So Katrina, tell us first the tips. What tips have you prepared without no explanation, just the headlines? Okay, so tip number one should be find your social media platform whenever you're starting with personal branding. Um, Tip number two should be be consistent with your content. Tip number three, define your brand. Four, build strong relationships, and finally, tip number five, focus on your PR. Okay, that sounds quite straightforward, but I am looking very much forward, and I used forward twice in one sentence because my English is awesome. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking very much forward to to hear a little bit more. Uh, Would you mind if we'll start with define your brand, visual, the tone of voice, and your narrative? Because that, I think, maybe could be the starting point to open up. 
Yeah, let, let's talk about that. So basically, whenever you're starting a personal brand, it's very important to think about visuals, uh, like you mentioned, the tone of voice and the narrative. And a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people forget to do that. Um, if we would start with visuals, uh, it's a big part of your identity. A lot of people, a lot of people that I know that are very popular within different platforms, they have very strong visuals. For instance, when people don't really know your name, but they say, oh, you know, that girl on LinkedIn with the green hair or that guy with a big beard or uh, that girl with a red lipstick and blue glasses. Um, and they don't really remember your name, but they know exactly they know what they're talking about and others know as well. So that means you have a very strong visual. And that means uh, people can recognize you just by that. Um, of course, it is a very difficult process because you are not waking up one day and just saying, from now on, I will always wear red lipstick. And that will be a part of my brand because that's, um, that's a bit difficult. So you have to think, okay, what could actually show the best side of me? Uh, I don't really want to have gray, green hair or, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, so I'm still myself, for instance, working on this and trying to define what could I do. I don't really want to do a big transformation in my look, but maybe some little details could be great. So uh, yeah, and uh, also, you know, a lot of people say that different details different visual details means a lot. For instance, uh, if you have uh, glasses, that makes you look smarter. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, and all of these little tricks that you can do um, to improve your visuals when it comes to your brand. I have glasses, but it <laughs> makes me look. <laughs> makes me makes it possible for me to look at things and that, for that's, things. That's interesting, and, uh, Marta. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think I totally agree, and mm. I think it might be confusing for some people because it's like, okay, so from now on, I have to have one element all the time. But I think it goes a little bit beyond as well. Uh, we are also talking about maybe a logo or maybe a special headline that you always have uh, when you are making a movie and you put it in the same color or maybe your website mm. uh, or consistency uh, between all your social media accounts but I think the decision has to be done rather early than late because then you come out with a one let's say strategy for the visuals right mm -hmm. exactly and uh, yeah sometimes it's uh, it's difficult for people to keep up and uh, sometimes you can see the that they use the same color everywhere, like you mentioned. Uh, in their videos or in their posts, they use the same tone of voice, which we will talk in a bit. And that, that means a lot. So not only visuals, but like we mentioned tone of voice, for instance. Uh, how are you? Are you everyone's friend? Or are you a person that's very controversial and writing controversial messages online? So how you are? What's your tone of voice? Are you always sarcastic? Or you're always very, um, I don't know, flirty or whatever not, you know, uh, mm -hmm. with people. So that's also maybe another part of, you know, defining your brand, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you also mentioned about the narrative, which would fall into the voice category, right? Uh, yeah, it, it is. It can fall. I feel like these things connect together uh, very well. And um, narrative is more like how are you are unique? What is so different about you? Then why are you not the same as other people? Uh, for instance, uh, a narrative could be uh, I'm a Lithuanian living in Denmark and um, having a side hustle and doing a lot of public speaking. That's one narrative. Another narrative could be I am a person from uh, US and I live in Europe now and I've had a traumatic experience in my life and now I want to share this experience with all the other people and what it 
taught me. So these different narratives can really make you uh, different or look different and unique than other people. I am really curious about this part of uh, what you've said, like the way you speak, like are you flirty or are you everybody's friend and so on. And I am thinking when people are looking for that and trying to define it for your for themselves, I'm thinking that, of course, the best one is the most authentic to you. Of course. But to be honest, in my real life, I don't always use the same way of talking. So it's as authentic to me. It might be as authentic to me to be everybody's friend at some point and to be edgy another time and to Mm -hmm. be flirty another time. So I'm thinking, how do you do that? You know, how do you actually select that one part of you? Because it won't define everything because we are different in different situations. How would you go about that? Yeah, so of course we are different in different situations. But for instance, if you take a look at one social media platform and how and if you would, let's say, if I'm creating videos on LinkedIn, right, I'm trying to to have kind of the same narrative uh, and the same tone of voice. Mm -hmm. And of course, sometimes it's inevitable that you will feel differently, like you will have a rant or about something or you will feel um, more emotional about certain things and then you might drift away a little bit. But in the end, I would say at least 80% of your content should be similar tone of voice and similar narrative. And that has to be something that's so close to you, you know, the most closest uh, narrative that you have. Yeah, and it's very interesting because when I think about it, it's like the authenticity is something that I really like in in what I've heard so far about great personal branding is that is based on being authentic. But I am thinking more, is it as closest to your heart in general or in, in a moment? So I'm thinking about in a moment, what's really authentic in me might sound, you know, different. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering... What's so important about having the same, you know, tone of voice or the same narrative? So I'm just curious, you know, what, why, why is that so important? I think because people get really used to that and some people are drawn to you just because you are like this, right? So so people get used to how you are and what type of content you produce and, and for them, you know, it feels like they if you start some one day start bec- becomes very sarcastic, let's say, uh, then they might feel a bit disconnected with you like what happened, uh, what changed in her life uh, and so on. So uh, you know, people get used to you as you are and uh, I think that's why it's important just you know to keep the same the same thing if you want to keep this the exact same audience or if something happens in your life very very dramatic thing then you might start attracting other people and I think you actually answered also that question before remember when you told us at the beginning about the seal that comes out on social media as such a fantastic person charismatic speaker then he goes there and he doesn't sound like mm-hmm. this at all. And that is the difference within the narratives, what you have on your social media, how you create your image. And that's the part of authenticity, because if you are trying to show that you are a charismatic public speaker and you're not, and then you go in front of people, they will simply call you phony. Okay, this doesn't make sense. You mm-hmm. look like one person here and then the other person there. And that 
creates a distrust in you as a person. So I think that would be uh, my thought that you actually already gave an answer before. And um, I can also tell you, Marta, that I was thinking mm-hmm. about what you just said. And Katrina, I'm really curious about your opinion. Uh, so I am a person of renaissance. Apparently, I have 100 million ideas for different projects. And I am a person like any other human that I have days when I'm sarcastic, when I'm friendly, when I'm loving, when I'm edgy. And what I have done or what I'm trying to do is to match that part of my personality to a specific project. Meaning here in the radio, in You've Got Five Options, we are trying to build a community to attract people, to help people with promoting their great ideas. We have one certain brand. Then I have my personal website when I write. That's a totally different brand. I have a picture there when I'm naked. Okay, now (laughs) I know that everyone will go to see it. Uh, I'm uh, naked uh, from the back, so there is no topless, but it's an edgy site. It's a, it's a picture of me standing at the back. Then I have a different way of copywriting my website because on You've Got Five Options, we have more uh, friendly, toned down message. On my website, I can even use a more controversial vo- vocabulary. It's still me who is writing, but uh, this is a different side of me that I'm putting forward because on my personal website, I am more as I feel I am rebellious, edgy. In You've Got Five Options, I'm not that rebellious and edgy so basically i am trying to match the part of personality that is in me and it's still important part of my personality towards the project i'm working on what do you think about this approach girls i think that you that can also be a part of you like you can appear as this uh, you know a person who has so many different um ways of uh, explaining yourself and showing so many different sides of you that can also be a part of your brand just like anything else so sometimes you want to find one niche but sometimes you might just be different uh, every single time and people would get used to you being um, so different every time so maybe that's also something that can be a part of your brand that's actually exactly the thing that i was trying to get on before that we might have several different faces, several different true faces. So was it, you know, like a recommendation to choose one of your faces that fits best that that project or Mm -hmm. that specific company or business or whatever that you are trying to do and be consistent with that? Or is it, yeah, like interesting, like you could channel different faces to different projects or if you could be that person that is different, that depending on the day, you might be edgy, you might be sarcastic, you might be loving, you might be friendly and so on. Yeah, and I think both ways are great. Like either you choose one thing for all platforms or you become, uh, you are very different on each social media platform. So it's really up to you. But uh, like you said, you also create content in different platforms and you're different Mm -hmm. in different platforms. It's not like you are on one platform and then you're always different in there. So that's also you being quite consistent in a specific niche and specific area. I would say so because I think that 
the things I was thinking about when I was making uh, my personal website and uh, our website for You've Got Five Options, they look totally different and they have different logos, they have different fonts, everything is different because here I was making a website for me and Marta and Marta was uh, creating this website with me and we want to, wanted to send out a one type of a message. On my personal website, I really want to be like, let's say my archetype identity. So more edgy, more sarcastic, but also using a lot of humor. And, uh, and I am very much distinguishing those projects. Although my general personality, I think it shines through anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, at, of course. Least I, at least I hope so. But this is how I, I did it personally. Um, I think we will be ending this episode very, very soon. So we will come back to you with the rest of the tips. I hope that you all guys got very interested in this because I, I think it was a really great discussion we had. So guys, please join us for the next episode on Wednesday. And we will talk about the remaining four tips for personal branding. Katrina, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. And Marta, thank you very much for your questions. Thank you. And Lasse, thank you very much for being our wonderful technician. <laughs> thank you. And today, special thank you to Edita, who is recording this whole radio recording. Recording the radio recording. Okay, I should work on my language. And uh, thank you, Edita, for recording us. It might be that you will see thank us you. on the video. So guys, we will see, we will see each other and hear each other on Wednesday with part two. Bye bye. 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 You are listening to You've Got Five Options show, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website the5options.com where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges. That's, That's all, folks!